My name is Carl Anthony, and I work in the automotive industry in Detroit. Sometimes that work encompasses future vehicle technology, and that's what we talk about here, for the most part anyway. This is AutoVision News Radio. Previously to RE, I founded a few companies before in different areas, and it has always been the same. It's always an uphill battle. It's always challenging regardless of business that it is. You just have to, you know, wake up in the morning, keep on fighting a good fight. Daniel Burrell is a visionary leader dedicated to revolutionizing transportation and forging a sustainable future for generations to come. He co-founded RE Automotive in 2013, where he currently serves as the chief executive officer. With a notable track record as a successful entrepreneur, Daniel founded several startups in years past that made significant contributions to industries such as data management, consulting, and social networking. When it comes to Daniel's leadership at RE, which you will see spelled as R-E-E in all caps on the NASDAQ, the focus is on creating innovative technologies that prioritize sustainability, efficiency, and a lower cost of ownership. With RE as a name, you can follow that with any number of suitable words. Reinvent, redesign, reimagine, and each is at the core of Re Automotive. From ADAS to electrification, this is Autovision News Radio with Carl Anthony in Detroit, Michigan. Daniel holds a Bachelor of Arts in Economics and Business Administration from the Hebrew University in Jerusalem. Growing up in the desert forever shaped Daniel. It's in simple things like how he's not too fond of rain, but it's also in incredibly profound things. When you meet and talk to Daniel and hear his story, you begin to better understand Re. One, from a technology and innovation perspective, but also the company's long-term vision. You grow a little bit more on the rock side in the desert, if, if you know what I mean. And, and you know, because Israel is, um, the Middle East is a rough neighborhood, I um, had to, you know, join the army for quite a few years when I was 18, and I served for about you know, in different ways, about 15 years, all in all. And during my tenure in, in that, you, you see a lot. And of course, it, it has its toll on you, but it also teaches you quite, quite a lot. And I think the two things that I've learned by seeing so many things is, one, honestly, everything is possible. Everything is possible. Just plan it right. Make sure you plan and prepare properly and everything is possible. And second, never stop. Never, ever stop until you, you, you hit your goal. And, and I think those are the two things that growing up I've been taking with me ever since. Also today to, to read, everything is possible. The, the amount of times we've heard that what we're doing is impossible. It won't work. You can't do it. It's, never, it's been done before. Nobody was able to. But we kept on trying. We hit the walls. We went through, not through the door, through the windows, not through the chimney, you know, and all that. But at the end of the day, we never stopped and we got to where we, we got today. So, yeah, that, I think that's, that's what we see today in, if I look backwards. I am told from some of my other friends who are from Israel that when I visit, I have to try the hummus there. Any thoughts on what uh, the, the hummus or some of the best foods around where you are? <laughs> well, this hummus is, uh, you can get in a very heated debate on uh, which is 
the best, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. uh, there are quite a few camps there and um, you better choose carefully. So I'd avoid the, uh, <laughs> the mess of stating what is my favorite here, but I can definitely share with you later. Absolute best hummus in Israel. And if you're there, I'll be more than happy to take you. And, and... <laughs> As an automotive technology company, RE is focused on helping its customers build any size or shape of electric vehicle on their modular RE platforms. RE platforms are future-proofed, autonomous-capable, and are designed to reduce the time to market for fleets looking to electrify. What we've done with RE is we wanted to create something about, we're just two months shy of 10 years old. You know, people tend to forget these days that 10 years ago, electric vehicles were not a matter of, of when. They were literally a very big matter of if. Right. And, right. and, and many thought that that's just a phase. We decided to create some sort of a technology capability company that would, you know, cement that, would accelerate the shift through electric vehicles. We spent a lot of time thinking what, what it means. And we came up with a strategy saying that we need to be something very agile. We need to be something that completes and do not compete with others in order to accelerate that. And we had to have a very unique and very, very advanced technology. And with that, we created what we call today the re-corner. We've taken what makes airplanes fly and drones fly for the past 50, 60 years and put it into cars. Right, right. right. So we've taken all the dry shafts and, and couplings and, and gears and all that off of the vehicle and put wires instead and connected them to a set of computers and said, hey, this is how you drive the vehicle now. And you might ask yourself, that's great, but why the hell you, the, would you want to do that, right? I mean, sure, sure. It opens so much capabilities and opportunities for, for automakers like us in the industry. And just simply put, we can build today vehicles much faster and much more customer-oriented than anybody else out there. And we're doing it because we just basically put our corners, our wheels, anywhere we want in space and build a car around them or a truck around them or a bus around them in any size, shape or form. And that level of flexibility is very unique to RE. So RE is not an OEM and is not a tier one. It's something new. We're a tech company in the automotive world and we're designing, manufacturing uh, and selling vehicles in the commercial segment at this point. The re-corner Daniel referenced packs critical vehicle components into a single compact module positioned between the chassis and the wheel. In addition to the performance benefits, re-customers have complete design freedom for their intended applications because the corners, just by their nature, automatically lend themselves to a completely flat platform which is advantageous when you want to build a vehicle that prioritizes space, be it for cargo or passengers. I will leave a link in the show notes to a demonstration video on the re-corner from Re's YouTube channel. It's really amazing to see it in the video, and if you love engineering or machines in general, give it a watch. And after seeing the video, Daniel helped me further understand the fundamental design characteristics of the re-corner. So the re-corner is basically your motor, steering, your braking, and the entire control in the corner of a vehicle times four. Okay. So okay. think about each of your corners, which essentially is where the wheel is, having a motor, 
steering system, a braking system, and a control system for that corner. And that allows you to be able to drive a steer and brake each of those units separately. It's interesting because the technology is allowing us to have each corner independent. For example, if the corner needs to turn, the corner can decide whether it's going to use the steering actuator, it's going to use torque vectoring, or any other means of making the vehicle turn per corner. And of course, that later on will be aggregated to the recenter, which is the central computing system. But each of those corners is fully independent. Not only that it's very independent, it is built from the bottom up with full redundancy. One might say, yeah, but what happens if you lose steering? One, we have redundancy within the steering itself. So for example, our steering have six phases and two motors within them, etc. different power loops. But even if that unit completely fries, the other three can take over. So the driver is far safer and far more in control of the vehicle itself. Right. right. Now, the corner mechanically is built out of two parts. Simply put, the outbound and the inbound section. The outbound section is what everybody would see if they look under the truck, which is industry standard. You'll see an industry standard uh, suspension, brake caliper, and nothing special there, which is important for the service and maintenance in, in a very ordinary way. And the inbound part, which is once we install it, is going directly inside of our chassis, a very, very complete and flat chassis and fully protected, is the bar wire system. This is where all the widths is, right? This is where the actuators is, are. This is where the control, the, 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 the ECUs and everything is, is placed. And that is proprietary to us. Over the course of my years in automotive, a good majority of that time has been spent around trucks, specifically the F-150 when I worked at Sioux Falls Ford in sales, the Ram 1500 when I was on the auto show circuit with FCA, this is before Stellantis, and then the Colorado, Silverado, and Silverado HD when I was a product specialist on Chevy's national truck team. Granted, these are different trucks from what Re specializes in. But as I was going through my training with Ford, GM, and FCA, you see how the high-strength steel frame that underpins the truck means everything, because the truck's capability will spread outward from there. In other words, the platform matters. Hence the importance of the re-platform. It's where the re-corners live, and it's the foundation for re's customers to build the vehicle they need. Re-platforms include the P7 EV strip chassis for commercial vehicles classes 3 to 5, the P7 box truck for class 3 last mile segments, and the P7 chassis cab, a class 4 solution for urban environments with increased cargo space, optimized aerodynamics, and a lower step-in height for the driver. Similar to my experience with trucks, the re-platform is a catalyst for capability, and that capability can come in many different ways depending on the application. Maybe it's the overall payload, you just need more, or better maneuverability for a busy city, or increased durability because the vehicle in question will encounter rougher roads. Whatever the reason, the re-platform is central to the company's ethos. If you take your phone and turn it around, that's how the re-platform looks like, fully flat from end to end. What's important about that is that you can utilize the full dimensions of that vehicle. You can 
build any type of body you want on top of that, any internal design of it. And because each rig corner is independent, we can build the chassis and the platform around those corners relatively freely. So it can take different shapes, different length, different width, different payloads to that. Essentially, it hosts the corners and the battery. That's all. It's a big battery pack. It's completely, completely flat. And if you can make the vehicle lower and more accessible, I mean, that, that's huge health-wise and also you know, business-wise. They can deliver more packages faster. Also, because everything is confined within the re-corner, the, the, the re-platform is essentially a battery pack, meaning you can build that battery pack in any size and capacity you want. So it can be longer, it can be shorter, it can be wider. And that modularity is very characteristics of re, of re and the re-platform with that ability to take different shapes and, and sizes based upon the same corners. Joining the re-corner and the re-platform is the company's X-by-Wire technology. As we said before, we brought in from aviation. But remember, a plane is being operated or flown by a very high-skilled professional. We had to create a system which is easier to control but much safer. So what we've done is we created an array of ECUs. We basically have five ECUs, the computers, uh, one in each corner and a central one that connects them. And what's interesting about the BiWire, the X-BiWire technology is that we're the only company today that actually have vehicles on the road, to the best of my knowledge, that are fully BiWire. It's not just steer BiWire. It's not only drive BiWire. It's everything. It's steer, drive, brake, and full control BiWire. And that is important for three reasons. One, it allows the vehicle to operate better and safer than traditionally because the re-center can make decisions very fast, calculating the grip on each of every of the wheels, calculating the angle, calculating the speed, uh, weather conditions, etc., can yield much better vehicle dynamics, period. Second, by yielding better vehicle dynamics, we can actually reduce significantly the wear and tear of that vehicle. And last but not least, it is, of course, ideal for autonomous vehicles, right? Autonomous vehicles have to run by wire. And by being the, the only truly bi-wire company out there, it allows us to be very relevant for, for autonomous driving today and in the future. Daniel referenced a famous quote by Henry Ford to illustrate the contrast between two historically significant inflection points in the automotive industry. The first being the formation of the assembly line and mass production. But now we're approaching another historically significant inflection point with electrification. And although we can understand, in hindsight, Ford's desire to hold on to the Model T for as long as he did, that mentality is likely not the best strategy today. By wire technology, I think we've not even started to scratch the surface. There is so much, so much to do. Having said that, as a young EV company, I don't know if 10 years is young, but uh, I like to think about it as young. It, you know? That's young. That's young. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think focus is key. Focus in the development on the product side, mainly listening very, very carefully to the voice of the customer. We've been spending a lot of time with our customers, years sometimes. The voice of the customer in, in EVs is very interesting because some of our customers know exactly what they want. Some just want something better than what they have, but they can't articulate it. 
So our product team have developed the capability to, you know, sit down with the customer and translate their desire, their wishes, their, their need into engineering. I think the days of you can get it in any color you want as long as it's black, uh, right? Henry Ford, are, are over, at right. least for now. Right. You know, the, the, the customer voice is very strong. And the customer now only leads the product development and the, the proper product that they want to use. And I think, I think we should listen to them. All of us, I think, should listen very carefully to what our customer want and, and then go and build it. When we examine RE, we see complementary innovations. The corner, the platform, X by Wire, each one supports and benefits the other so that RE can deliver on its customer-centric approach. Or put another way, RE is more concerned with completing rather than competing. I think that if you want to be a major player in the industry, you don't have to do everything. You shouldn't do everything. You should concentrate on what you do very, very well, your core. And you should make it very appealing and very easy relatively to others to join you in your task. And this is where we came with the complete, not complete. So for example, uh, RE is a sub-brand. You will not see a RE vehicle. You will see a powered by RE vehicle, like an Intel inside, right? You can have any different computer you want. You can have any brand, any shape, any design, but it has a small sticker that says Intel inside, right? Same with us. So we complete, we don't compete other OEMs. They can say, hey, you can use the recorder for everything you want. That's done. We're not also competing with our partners in manufacturing. We're an assembler by choice. We chose not to be a manufacturer. We only assemble sub-assemblies, which means that the units, the parts that we get from our suppliers are already pre-assembled. So we actually create more value for them as well. We're also working through dealers. That's important for us not to go above their head and go directly to the market. What we're basically trying to do on every aspect, almost a thing that you'd see at RE is that we're trying to, to complete others and for them to complete. We are trying to work with almost everybody in the industry. As RE celebrates its 10th anniversary in 2023, I asked Daniel what he would like to see and accomplish in the next decade before Re turns 20. One of the people I respect and admire says better is before us. And I think that's what we wanna see. We wanna see that we've, 10 years from now, that we've made a dent in the universe. And the biowire technology, our biowire, the power by Re is a market standard, but that has been only the beginning and better is before us and we would be um, reaching new heights and new capabilities whether it be passenger vehicles and not commercial whether it be autonomous better with i want to be sure that we are part of those parties who lead it for more information on re automotive including the re corner and re platform see the links in the show notes autovision news radio is available on spotify apple podcast podbean and more in Detroit, alongside Daniel Burrell, I'm Carl Anthony, AutoVision News Radio.